Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Insane in the membrane. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favourite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. And this week I'm joined by the mighty Richard Hardesty. <laughs> Hello He's there, back. how are you doing? He's I'm back. back. Yeah. You've got a whole new setup this time. This is well snazzy. Isn't it? You know what I mean? got your count in you got your little uh, intro music it's amazing <laughs> isn't it funny how long that counting is it just i was like oh wow yeah. <laughs> it's only <laughs> my anxiety starts to peak i'm like oh my god here we go here we go because you, you see it and you think oh my god i'm about to go live to loads of people so like, oh no hang on it's okay we're just it's just on tape god i couldn't i couldn't sleep for some reason you have one of those nights where you couldn't sleep last night and i uh something like i got up to about four in the morning so i took a few, some more of my medication, which is like a sort of antipsychotic called quetiapine. So now I'm, sli- I'm still slightly wired. <laughs> it's quite nice and dreamy, all this. It feels quite surreal. Um, oh, man. Yeah, but thanks for having me back. Really, really, Mate. really good to, to we be had, back. We had such a good chat last time, and, you know, you're yeah. just the top dude. And so I was like, yeah, of course, come back on, man. Yeah. <laughs> cool, man. I had a, I've had a weird morning. I don't know what, for some reason I woke up this morning, and uh, maybe it's the pills kicking around, but for some reason... Abby Titmus just floated into my head, and I just sort of had a Google of Abby Titmus and just found out what she was doing. Remember Abby Titmus from the noughties? <laughs> <laughs> was she going out with Peter Crouch or something? No. Is she? No, that's no, that Abby, Clancy. Abby Clancy. Abby Clancy. By the way, I hate the fact that I know so much absolute tat information. <laughs> my brain is, like, so good at retaining rubbish, but it's yeah. so bad at retaining any sort of relevant stuff like i got i got no gcse's but i'll be able to like if you ask me about a film i'll be like is that the one where dicaprio he's like he's got an earring in with a little store in it like does he I'm like, oh yeah he does I'm like why have i remembered that um, yeah i know i'm yeah. the same i'm the same just mindless bollocks just rattling yeah. around in my head but then when someone actually says um we, listen we've got that meeting you've got to do that thing and i'm like Oh shit, oh, yeah, I forgot. Shit. Sorry, mate. No, part of our brain was taken up with Abby Titmus or something else. <laughs> just like, sorry, I had something else in my mind. I'll tell you another thing as well. So I don't know why it's just, I just because I've had a weird morning. I, I don't know about you, but I've got to, I don't know how I've ended up following these things. I've somehow ended up following little Twitter accounts called stuff like Fight Haven, where it's just, it's just people having fights in the street. And I keep waking up and like, do you follow any of these accounts? I don't no, know when no, I followed them. No. It's, just, it's just people that I'm like, why do I wake up and look at some, a man beating some. Anyway, I, so I went up watching some like, some of them are quite funny, though, like people who think they know karate who don't know karate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love those ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Some of them are actually really psychologically interesting, though. Like, there's one where it's just really interesting when you think about there's this guy who he he sort of, like, has a following of, like, he basically convinced his his followers that he has sort of these, like, amazing capabilities to do with, like, ninjutsu and stuff. So yeah. he'll, like, literally touch them with his finger and they'll go down. Right. So he's sort of, like, so then he'll basically get, he'll get called out by people on the internet who are like, listen, mate, this isn't real. I'll fight you. He'll be like, okay. So he goes there, really believing he's going to knock these people out, and they, and they get and they get smacked out. <laughs> but like, it's sort of interesting in terms of like when you look at these documentaries to do with cult members, like mm. and cults. Like, it's not as clear as like one guy being he's 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 brainwashed himself as well. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not like, get it. It's quite interesting. Like, he's not who's who's deluding who here because he's saying he he's got powers, and then they're going, "You have got powers." So he's thinking, "I've got powers." So yeah. it's like who's it's confusing about whether it's like a snake in its tail. Anyway, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. They yes, because they yeah they convince themselves that they yes that they can do all these all these things, and then and if it gets if it gets sent back to you, that's all your gauge of reality yeah. is. It's like when you're famous, you think I'm amazing. People go, you're amazing, so you think I'm amazing, and then yeah. people get annoyed at you. But it's like it's not as clear. You didn't just think that out of nowhere. It's like Justin Bieber. He didn't just become crazy out of nowhere. He was sort of sent crazy by us. It's like. If, at the end of the day, it's quite easy, isn't it? It's like for us to say, why do you keep getting your top off? But if every time you get your top off, you get 250 million likes, you know, we probably keep doing it a lot more. Yeah. It's just that yeah. no one's giving us that. <laughs> it's like, that, that's your gauge of reality. Like, Woo! Um, no one's anyway. going to, no one, no one's waiting for me to take my top off. I can tell you that now. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> oh, no, I got there was one, no, there was one fella and he keeps messaging me. 
And um, I find it quite entertaining. He's like, how you doing? I, I've never met him. I don't even know him. He just, he's just an internet person. He went, I went, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? He went, yeah, fine. Any nudes? <laughs> and it just makes me laugh. And I'm like, nah, not this week, mate. Not this week. No, sorry. Yeah, like, if things get like, go off the skids, maybe, if you went to pay. Get an OnlyFans. You could be all right. <laughs> Do you know what? The way it's going, I might have to. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever, this, on a serious note, have you ever, like, I remember when I was a kid, like, I, I do admire people who can do that. It's like I'm sure some people it, it like can really damage you, but like, what, what would, you, would you would you ever would you ever contemplate doing that if you knew there was an audience for it? Would you ever? Oh, here's the thing: yeah. if you knew there was an audience for it and you can make a lot of money, would you ever contemplate making a porn out or being in a porn porn film? Like, um, I'm just curious. <laughs> We've all thought about it, haven't we? Do you know, what, I think the idea of it—if they offered me loads of money—I'd go, yeah, do you know what? Fuck it, but. I don't think on the day I'd, I'd be able to perform. I don't think no, I could do it. I There's don't just, either. I just need things in the set. So I can't even have music on if I'm if we're in the bedroom because <laughs> I'm too busy going, oh, that is a tune. Oh, I, can't. I love this. Rich, concentrate. Sorry, yes. Sorry, <laughs> sorry what were we doing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yes, yes, like that. But maybe, no, yeah. maybe OnlyFans. Maybe if, if people wanted that, I'd do it. I'd, yeah, I'd do that if you just want to see... You want to see a little yeah, bit? You want to see little... a... Yeah, but then you've got a re... you've got a great body. Yours is better than mine. <laughs> it's a, my, 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 I'm just I'm just I think I'm just constantly lean because well obviously I've had issues in the past with eating but like yeah. but I, I'm just I've always lived on my nerves. I've never ever put weight on because like put weight on. I've obviously got very very thin in the past, but like mm. I've always because I'm always like I'm constantly on edge. I'm never relaxed. No, right. I wake up and I'm like oh my god, oh, no, 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 I gotta do stuff. And it's like L-l-l-l-l-l-l. my energy is very high frequency, so I'm just like. Yeah, I think that sort of burns a lot of a lot of calories. So any it? any food that goes into your body just evaporates For as it goes in. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's already go, already burnt up in yeah. the atmosphere. <laughs> exactly. How are, you, how are you finding that now? Are you all right with that with the food and everything? Have Eating you... is. A, yeah. I mean, it's a constant battle. To be fair, I mean, it's never. Mm. It's not. I never. I don't think I'll ever be completely normal. It's like when you go through something traumatic, or if you go through like drug addiction or whatever i think like yeah. you, some people can like just drink and some people can't just drink you'll, you'll always think even if you say you're, if you're an alcoholic and then you decide to go sober you think, Do you know what i'm gonna have I can, I'll, allow, I'll allow myself a beer today you're not going to enjoy it the same way that other people enjoy it they can't just mindlessly throw it back no matter what i do i'm always very aware of what's going in my body mm. you know what i mean and what effect that's having i just i can never it's like peeking behind the curtain and seeing how how the sausage is made i mm. now know so much about what affects me and, and i've become so obsessed with something that i yeah. can't I can't unlearn it, unfortunately, but um, but I'm so much healthier now. Like I get all my vitamins, and I'm under the care of like a team as well. So I uh, I get my bloods and stuff taken every sort of three or four weeks, and so like I'm all I always know if I'm not healthy or if I'm okay. under. I mean, I, I'm sure I could always eat a lot more if I wanted to, but like I just I know now it works for me. It's just it's, I think it's just finding out what works for you. Yeah. And just uh, sticking with that, but yeah. I I'm think sure it, I could... it, I've because I've been I've, what's been popping up on my feeds a lot lately are diet uh, fitness people. And so, and there's a couple of them that I really like. Um, and there's one guy just called, he's Australian. I don't know what, I don't know if he's a fighter or, or a football player or whatever he you is. Know, they're, all, they're always, they're always, whatever they do, they do that. And they also do a bit of MMA on the side nowadays. Yeah. You know what I mean? But this, but this guy, is, he just goes, he goes, hey, cunt. Here's a, I'm just going to talk to you about not being a fat cunt anymore. And it just, and it's brilliant. Because he goes, look, it. he just goes, look, eat what you want. Eat whenever you want. But. You know, if you don't want to, if you want to lose weight, Burn it, it off. he goes eat less. He goes going to the gym for three hours is not going to help you with fat loss. He goes because you're still oh, eating right. like a piece of shit. So he goes, <laughs> he goes, and all these, he talks about all these other fad diets like having two teaspoons of olive oil every day. He goes, that's equivalent to this much bread. So you might as well have just the bread. The... Just enjoy wow. it. But it's all about moderate. He said you can eat what you want, but you just have to not be. Just don't eat all of it. Don't go too, go, don't yeah. go too mad. Yeah, it's balance. It's always balance, balance. isn't it? Yes. Which yes. I hate hearing that because I'm, I'm a man with no balance. So it's always like people say it's quite simple, Rich. You just need some balance. I'm like, well, that's the worst thing you could have said to me. As <laughs> a man with bipolar disorder. It's if you get this idea, if you get an idea in your head, in your yeah. head, then that's it. You're gonna go and you're gonna go and do it. Obsessed about it, exactly. <laughs> oh man. So, but no, yeah. yeah. Go on. Go on. Go on. I was just gonna say, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sort of a lot better, but as I was just reiterating that point, I just mm. always wanted to be one of those things that's going to sort of, just something you have to accept. Once you accept it, it doesn't sort of stress you out anymore. It's not like, I don't sort of think, oh, I wish I could be eating that. I'm just, I'm sort of eating what I like and I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I suffer anyway in mm. the day. Do you mean, I don't feel like, oh, I wish I could be eating that. I just don't eat that because I don't feel like I want to eat that. I'll just eat what, what works for me. 
And um, yeah. so yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good, man. Excellent. I mean, I'm the same. What what I've noticed now, because whenever I, I've said this before, whenever I was getting on a train or I was traveling in the car, I was always like, right, I need to get all this food because I'm traveling. I'm gonna I'm gonna treat myself. And then realised I was having like two or three meal deals a day, and then you, you <laughs> wow. go because you go you go like oh well that's that's sandwiches so that's fine, and then you look into it, you go no that's as many calories as a burger, you might as well have a burger. <laughs> well, I should have had something I wanted. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I saw this thing the other day. It was an, it was I think it was an advert for KFC or something, and it was talking about a cold pot of pasta and a and a pack, packet of crisps is neither a meal. Or a deal, and I'm like they're just having a go at each other now. It's the deal, it's yeah. the scam there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a fiver now. I was like, that's not a deal. Go fuck yourself. But yeah, yeah that's, I always find that yeah. five quid, man. Yeah, right. but it's no, all, but it's that. Thing. But it's like trying to trying to fight those thoughts where you go. So now I'm like, no, are you hungry? And if you're hungry, have something to eat. If you're not hungry, don't eat anything. And I'm, and I'm finding that. <laughs> Because I'm just going, I just because you're going to think, well, I could eat. You go, no, no, no. Yeah. Do you need this? So now it's, it's um, now yeah, it's now it's better. So now I really, I'm enjoying meals more because they're not all the time. Yes, you know? and I think it's, it's all about, and obviously mindful is, is a very big word nowadays. But it's just doing things mindfully. It's like, okay, you're not just so like constantly because it's just sometimes you're not hungry i think your tongue is just a bit bored yeah you know what i mean yeah you're like, i want a bit of a i want a bit of a buzz like sort of <laughs> a bit, i want something but it doesn't even need to be that's why people smoke people do anything don't they they sort of put some sort of stimulation but it's like i'm actually i'm actually just wanted to like feel good and if you just sort of yeah i guess if you hold out and just eat to actually hungry it's uh eating from the right from the right place i guess yeah. i'll tell you one thing though when we're talking about food actually I am a lot better now but I do find that like if I do get like unwell or if I get stressed or if I get into a very sad place and I can feel that the part of me that would that was would sort of like want to starve myself creeps back in you know what oh, I mean okay. it's like more like a self-harming thing it's, it's more like a it's just like I don't deserve to eat so now my body will just lock up oh, so really? I just have to sort of but I'm more yeah more I think it's just an easy way to sort of like punish yourself it's like you know if you're feeling sad or something it's like you sort of want to go in on yourself so i do find my brain sort of latching onto that a lot quicker but i because i'm mindful of it now and i know what's going on i'm like oh because it happened so many times i'm like hang on a minute don't be doing that i know i know why you're doing that and just sort of yeah i can sort of let it go yeah but I, I, but my brain just definitely like in the same way that sometimes people get stressed and i guess they reach for drugs sometimes like, oh, i want to they know they shouldn't do it but their brain yeah. just wants a little oh fuck it it's like a sort of like it's not you're not doing drugs in a fun way. You're like, ah, fuck it. That yeah, it's the pre yeah, press the fuck it switch, which fuck I it. I do it so many times. And I'm yeah. like, oh fuck it, <laughs> fuck it. I worry about it tomorrow, and the next day I'm yeah. like, why do I do this to myself? But we oh, do yeah. seem to a lot of these eating disorders seem to be punishment, like when you've got uh, bulimia and and anorexia and all this. It seems to be we're punishing ourselves for being alive almost. Yeah, it's more like yeah, it feels like. Well, it's a control thing, and it's like a, it's just not something. Same when you when you when you break it down, it's when it's like it's when you don't love yourself, or like you don't mm. sort of like. And that seems like really sounds like really therapy heavy speech here, but like you know, it's not the sort of thing you would do to some to yourself if you really liked yourself. Do you know, what I mean? it's just not when you catch yourself doing the action and whatever, it makes yourself sick or starving yourself. Why would you do that? Like you wouldn't if you you wouldn't do it to someone you love, like a, like if you had a kid. If you saw your kid doing it, you'd be like what yeah. are you doing? Oh my god, this is terrible. It's just when we do it, or like take or putting drugs in itself. You're like, no, 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 you don't want to do that. You'd be because you'd be like, I love you. Don't you ever do that? But it's, we treat yeah. ourselves differently. So, yeah, it is. It comes down to that. Yeah, self love, self worth. I think, I think I'm in a better place now. I do. I don't, I'm not ashamed to look in the mirror, which I did for years. I was a bit, for whatever reason, you know. And then, you know, stuff that I'd been through and whatever else. And then, but now I can look in the mirror and go. You're all right, you are. You yeah. fuck it up now and again, but you're all right. You're all right. I like, that's, so, that's so key, man. Once that, it's bad when you, if you spend your life, I've always tried to do that. Try and, I just want everyone to like me. I wanted to know that I'm, I need to be able to walk into every room with my head held high. Do you yes. know what I mean? I think everyone needs to do that. And like, sometimes you, if you do, as a kid, you don't realize this, but it's in your 20s, you're probably doing, you're doing stuff and probably saying stuff when you're younger, like, because you, you're learning your way. Yes. And that stuff that creeps up on you. And so you're like, oh, I don't like myself very much. Like, you know, you're just like, oh. And then it's like, you have to address all the things. As you get older, you're more sensitive to things that you do and the impact they have on people. It's yeah. like, oh, like, if I ever say something, I think, oh, I don't upset that person. I have to, I'm a bit obsessive about this, to be honest. I have to contact them immediately, immediately and say, listen, 
just you know I said that I hope you didn't think I meant that because I didn't mean that and they go, they'll normally go what you, no no don't, what are you talking about I'm like sorry it's just that's eating me up and I it's consuming me so yeah. I just I need to have a clear especially if you're a performer as well you need to be going on stage but yeah. that's why sometimes I hear about people who maybe in the public eye who you find out you know they're doing a lot of a lot of sort of bad sort of bad stuff or maybe it's you know like I'm not saying they're bad people it's just you know, you, you must get lost in yourself and then to be able to go out and have those things in your consciousness like say Harvey Weinstein or whatever people ex people like that whatever like how do you go out in front of the world's media knowing that's all in your head that's going to screw your head mm. knowing that you might get found out any moment it must just be a minefield it must create so much anxiety and sort of unrest yeah yeah like, well I think that's I think they are they're arrogant enough to think they'll get away with it they're getting away with it whereas mm. like the likes of you and I if we've done something that guilt is we find it crippling and we want to oh. we want to make amends and we want to go look i'm sorry i did that thing yeah. whereas these people are so corrupt and mm. so arrogant to go like they the reason they're doing the things is because they think they're untouchable they've got this power and they just think and they mm. think and they're so this narcissism as well they go out in front of everybody thinking that they're mm. fooling everyone they're getting away with it and everyone's like no we can totally see what you're doing you know, yeah. but they're so arrogant and narcissistic that they don't feel it. They don't feel those things. They just, oh, you know, I'll get away with this. I'll be, I'll be fine. Don't worry yeah. about this. And, if maybe a little bit of, of, of the thing of that, um, of that, like that, I was explaining earlier, that karate guy. It's like, mm. don't worry, I'm fine. Everyone else is telling you you're fine. It's like, because everyone's smoothing over it. You're probably in a circle yeah. of people. There's a lot of money being made around you. It's like, yes. you, probably, you probably have a little bit of cognitive dissonance where you don't even realize it. You're not doing it. You're not even doing it thinking you're evil. You're just doing it thinking this is what I do. do you know what yeah. I mean, I don't. I just. I, I can imagine you get to the level when that's how it feels. So like this is just the way it works because everyone else seems to be okay with it. It's like no one seems harmed because there's no repercussions of it or anything. It's not like you're dealing with it on a daily basis. You just do something and then it goes away. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's only when people go oi and you go whoa 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure after Harvey Weinstein did actually get, actually get caught, there's no way he would ever done it again because he'd be like whoa whoa whoa. I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get yeah. it. I get it. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm actually I'm actually sorry now. And it is, I do find it tricky sometimes. I, I do sometimes see things online where people will do something and will say, you're only apologizing now because you got caught. But like, that sort of, I mean, that sort of has to be a, that's how, that seems perfectly logical to me. I don't, I don't think someone bad of getting caught and then apologizing. I mean, it's like, I don't know. What do you think about that? Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. should he have apologized before? He might have realized it, but not wanted to do anything. And like, obviously, Maybe getting caught is a thing that you needed to re make you realise you had been doing something about. It. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not talking about anyone yeah. in particular here. I'm just no. wondering, like, I, I think it's yeah. I think it's that. I think it's if you're doing something and you didn't realise you were doing it, or you were caught up in something, yeah, and you were trying to get yourself out of a situation, and then you get found out, and then you go, yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry. It's because of this. I was I was in this situation, and it all kind of snowballed. And I'm really sorry. I was just trying to do the best thing for everybody, and blah, blah, or whatever. But when it's blatantly trying to get away with something and then you get yeah. caught and then they go oh i'm really sorry i will take myself away and i will give myself i will give myself a talking to and blah blah you go that's when you go yeah you would have just carried on you would have just carried on like yeah. harvey weinstein would have just carried on doing oh, what yeah, he's 100%, 100%. doing 100 you know? all, all these people would have carried on but i'm saying what do we what do we do in that position what do you do what do we do now it's just makes it a bit of an intense conversation <laughs> now, what do you do in that position where like if someone gets caught and they apologize apologize what yeah, what do we do? What do we do? Really yeah, well, I think what's happening lately, these pylons on 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 uh, Twitter and things like that, the people that are instigating the pylons don't even want an apology. They don't want that. What they want is to decimate and destroy that person. They want that person to be absolutely annihilated and, and have, their whole, have their whole world taken away. In fact, they want that person to just vanish. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and then they go, oh, look what we did. We create, we we got rid of another one. And you go, no, that was just someone that fucked up. They made yeah. a mistake. They said the wrong thing. They have actually addressed the fact that they said the wrong thing. It might have been a video from a few years ago where they were naive enough to think what they were talking about was fine. But yeah. now you're digging it all up. And now you're just going after that person because you want that power. You want to turn to be an asshole. Yeah. And that's, the, that's the thing there. They don't want the apology. They want to have the power of destroying someone's life. Okay. Yeah, Maybe. it's more like it's more like that. It's more. It's yes. Yeah, that's the thing. It's when it tips over into. That's. I think mean, that's the thing that really gets me. It's really weird as well. Like it's when you see. Like it's it's when it becomes like 
a joy to see someone like squashed yeah. or like in the same way that in the same way that I don't I really don't like those pedophile hunter videos on, on YouTube because uh, they'll be like a pedophile right which obviously almost the worst thing I can think of mm. but when I see these sort of guys catching going see we got you I'm like I'm like, oh, just it's too much, there's too much pleasure being derived in this sort of like yeah. obviously I'm not saying that what the person did is right clearly it's not it's one of the worst things ever but it's it's seeing the joy in like ha I think that is part of our human brain that we need to overcome it it's that's the ego part of the brain isn't it it's like got yeah and everyone goes yeah like yeah and you start yeah. buzzing too hard and then it's like a drug it's like a, it's like someone i, was chatting, I met with tom ward the other day and i was just chatting about like there's a certain point where if you're in an argument and you find yourself buzzing off being right like yeah you that's when you should stop arguing because yeah. like <laughs> you've, yeah. you've, you've gone mad with the thing like you've lost you're just now you're just like ha ha ha, ha and it's like you start yeah. to get excited like and that, that's that's <laughs> i need to breathe come yeah. back a sec and i think is this the right thing to do Power. We want, we want power. power. It's power. It's power. It's power. It's so. It's such a brilliant feeling, isn't it? We've <laughs> all had those arguments where you're just like you're, you're shaking. It's like you've just gone skydiving. But then afterwards, you're like, probably should have said that. I don't. Yeah. I do. You know, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I can't remember the last time I got. I oh know there was a few. There's been a few arguments with my ex-partner, but that's different. Yeah. But there's been yeah. stuff with people where i've got they've gone no rich i sent you this stuff i go you haven't sent me this stuff i haven't seen it and they go rich you replied to this and i'm like oh fuck yeah and i've genuinely just forgotten <laughs> oh, god. I'm like, oh my god yeah you did yes i did oh, oh shit sorry, sorry mate <laughs> but then he's, and then but I'm, I'm i'm more than happy to go ah yeah oh, that was yeah, okay. sorry about yeah, that mate. sorry i'm an idiot that's the good thing about being a comedian i think it's like yeah. it's one of those things where it's like well what do you i'm an idiot uh, we all know I'm an idiot. Yeah. I make a living out of being an idiot. <laughs> yeah. It's such a it's such a good thing to have, I think, because it's like I see some people in the street and like business people, and they walk along and I'll trip up and I'll see them go like they look they look distraught. Oh yeah, because their their persona is like I'm a cool, confident guy, and I'm like oh god, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, no, this is this is not how I am. Whereas to me, I'm an idiot, and I spend my life saying how stupid I'm on stage. When I trip up, I just go. <laughs> There's a bit more material for me there. Perfect. I do you know what I was in the so <laughs> so I did a gig the other day and it was in a it was in a posh um, private members club. Right, I'm not showing off, but. Yeah. There's a reason. Right, there's a reason. There's a reason for that. There was a dude in there. There was a dude working in the toilet, and I went in the I went in the cubicle and I'm sat there and I let out the biggest fart because I was hanging on to it in the gig. <laughs> And I went in there, I let out the biggest fart, and I heard the guy go, <laughs> and, I, and he laughed. And I went, and I went, that was, and I was still, I was sitting in the cubicle, and I'm like, oh, that was a good one. And he went, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we were, and we were laughing. But a few you years, see each other. no, I was, I was inside the cubicle still. And, um, but had, had that been a few years ago, if I wasn't doing comedy, I would have been destroyed. I would have been so ashamed. <sighs> God, but... yeah, it would have got yeah. I think that's. I was thinking about it the other day actually, because um, there's a lot of chat about things to do with, like uh, gender toilets. You know, different toilets are having stuff like you know, mm. men and women, space and women. But I was thinking, I was, I was for the first time the other day. I went into like a, to a unisex one, but and it was normally the, the argument is that like women don't seem to want men in there. But I was like, oh no, there's a woman coming. In. Like, I need the, I need the poo. No, oh, no what's she? <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> like, like I don't get out. Get shame. Like, this is this. What if I'm gonna call you? You're gonna see me. And you're gonna know it's me. I just stayed in there for ages. Um, oh the man, I've had that. Do you know what I did that in Edinburgh? I was in Edinburgh, and the, the the where we were, the toilets were fucked. The gents was fucked, and I'm like, I really need to go to the toilet, like really badly. So I'm gonna go, in, and I went in the ladies. And I was sat in the cubicle, and I was in there with my mate Vix, uh, Vix Layton. And yeah. so she's in the other cubicle. She did her thing, and she left. And I'm like, right, I'm gonna just, right, I'll get, I'll, right, she's gone. I'm gonna just do what <laughs> I need to do. But then, as I'm doing it, this another woman came in, and she's in the cubicle. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. And then I looked, and there was no toilet roll. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. And now I'm in there. And I'm like, oh god. And I don't know what the woman in the other cubicle was doing. Like she was getting undressed or dressed or doing something, oh, costume change. She was in there for fucking ages. And I'm like, ah, oh, God, fuck. I just, and then I was trying to text, and then there was no signal, so I'm trying to text Vix. Going, Please, bring in, toilet roll, emergency. Soak some toilet roll. <laughs> She's like, she has no idea. And then, there was, and then I was in there about 25 minutes. And then in the end, the, the woman left, and then I had to sort of scoot round, like, round to the other cubicle, got the toilet roll. And then I came out, and Vix is like, 
thought you'd fucked off. I'm like, oh, you have no idea the turmoil and shit I've just been through. <laughs> yeah. God. Oh, man. Nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned, you've mentioned that you've upped your dosage, Rich. Is uh, that what you yes, said? I just, yeah, just, just last, for some reason, I found a bit hard sleeping recently. The good thing mm. about, I take quetiapine, which is antipsychotic, which is, uh, it's for schizophrenics and uh, okay. epileptics and bipolar, but it really helps my brain. So um, does it, so it relaxes you? It just sort of like stops me going. It, because this is the first medication I've been on where it's allowed me to, like, because I'm not I'm not a depressive person. So for when for for the sort of last twenty years, I've obviously tried on different medications and stuff. But they always put me on SSRIs, which are sort of antidepressants. But I'm not a depressive person generally. I'll have mm. manic depressive episodes, but I'm not someone who is. That's my general state. Normally, I'm just very whatever I'm feeling is going to be very extreme. Like woo, or like woo. So I take this. Yeah, it's called quetiapine, and it just stops you from going too mad, okay. but still allows me to still be pretty mad. Like the, the guy who's taking care of me is a really amazing guy. He's called um, Dr. Mark Salter, who um, he, Stephen Fry spoke to him on the bipolar documentary. He's just NHS, obviously. He's, oh, right. um, but he's, he's really good. He's been running Hackney in North London he's, for the last 20, 30 years. So he's, he's seen like, he's worked on like psych wards and like sectioning people. And uh, he's, um, he's given Ted talks and stuff and written oh, books. Wow. And, anyway, he's, he, he said, look, Rich, I don't want to kill your spirit. Like, yeah, I know some people might want to like just get rid of that because sometimes you know the NHS and stuff might be quite overstaffed. You know they they want to just like look take this he's bare fine leave it. But he said I don't want to do that. I want to make sure that you can still be magic and do all these sort of things. Oh, and, uh, that's amazing. So, yeah, and he even said to me, he even said to me, look, I said Rich, there are there are no rules to this. A lot of this is all guesswork, you know, with all this sort of like uh, medicating and stuff. So he said, look, here here's the thing. Look, I tell you what, crush. So remember, did you ever used to do cocaine when you were a kid? I was like, yeah. He went, okay, well, crush these up into a little bag, yeah. And if you ever need a bit, take a little bump. Yeah. If, that's what, if, that, if it works for you, there's no, there's no like, you must take this milligram or this milligram. Like, you take what works for you and they take what works for them and that's it. And I'm like, ah, oh, so, such an interesting approach, such yeah, a basic yeah, thing. Yeah. But like, to say that there's no right way, it's not like, anyway, yeah, so that's been really, really helpful to me. I take it when I need it and I take it in the morning and on an evening. But if I do need some in a day, I can always just take a little, a little bit and, yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate. And it helps you sleep. It helps me to sleep. Yeah, it's lovely, yeah. nice. Really, really helps me. And like last night, I woke up at like four in the morning. I was like, I need to get back to sleep. Took a bit more, and uh, so yeah, still, 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 still feeling it now. <laughs> That's good. But that is that you've hit the nail on the head there. Uh, we we talk, I know we talked about this before, but what we we didn't cover was I think you know, with with antidepressants, they do they do dull your dull your light, and you do yeah. you don't you're not the person that that you could be or are. Yeah. And I think that's so important when you're trying to when you're when you're going down the medication route is to try and find something that still makes you able to be you, rather yeah. than just a dulled version of just or just a, you know because it's I mean it is harder to do because once yeah. you get because people the other thing is as well people are scared once they've got medication they're kind of scared to question it because mm. they're like oh someone's told me that this might be alright so they're probably right whereas a lot of the time. It's like it's like therapists. You're not going to find the right therapist yeah, first it time. Yeah, takes a while. It takes a while to find one, a good one that you kind of connect with and gets and gets you. Mm, you know, exactly. so you shouldn't be you shouldn't be scared to say like after a little while, go look. I don't think these are the ones. Nothing's for working me, yeah. out for me. Is there anything there's, else we can try? Yeah, there's plenty more. And it's not like, yeah, I think some people have like an, some people are quite anti. You know, I'm, I'm not. I just think look, end of the day, I've seen so many people who are so distraught. I'm like. You do whatever works to make you happy. If going out to the middle of the street and you just going, blah, 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 makes you happy, just whatever it is, I don't, I don't care. Like whatever works for you. Yeah. And some people have holistic things. People say, well, that's nonsense. Like, look, if it's working, don't rock the boat. It's working. If, if it's, if it's, if, if it's, if happy, it's working. Yeah. So it might, it might, it might be nonsense. It might be a placebo effect, but it, placebo effect works. That's why it's called the placebo effect. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you feel like it's working. Um, and I, I just, yeah, for me, I just, it really has helped me, and I don't want to sort of come off anytime soon. I'm sure in the future I will get in it because I do get like an urge where you just sort of, it's more curiosity where you're like, what if I could just stop taking this now and see if I could completely mad? It's like part of your brain where, do you know what I mean? Like, what would happen if I just stop taking this but then I've got too much stuff on at the moment to be able to. Having seen that. your, having seen your show, which is brilliant <laughs> and we're coming to see you on Sunday again actually. Oh mate, yeah, amazing. Right, yeah, uh, Nikki, Kate and I are all coming. Oh my um, God! Thank you so much. I've done the show for four months, so it's going to be I'm great, mate. Bit nervous. Yeah, be okay, won't it? You'll be fine. But what I mean <laughs> is, having seen your show, it's not now's not the time to to be to be <laughs> no. taking any chances with. Um, oh, maybe I'll be all right this time. <laughs> like, let's get the show. Let's get the tour out of the way. 
and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that, get settled, and then yeah, yeah, and then, and then maybe you can muck <laughs> around, around, muck around with these things. Um, but I mean, it should be interesting for sure. I don't. I mean, listen, I want to see that show. The one. <laughs> yeah, selfishly, I'd, I'd love you to do it, but uh, we'll I don't call, think it's right. We'll call it unplugged. <laughs> just see, it, just see what happens. Yes, love it. <laughs> oh man! So, you are you working on new stuff? Are you are you or you've just got not time at the minute? Yeah, I mean, at the moment, I've I've just been so I uh, I got a, a development deal for the TV show version Brilliant. of the um, of the thing. So I'm, I'm currently writing that at the moment and. Uh, yeah, got a big a big gig at Soho Theatre again on the 9th and 10th, so some important people coming back to that. Excellent. So I'm writing the pilot for that. That's been consuming me a lot, but really, really happy that I've managed to make the live show. All The, the hardest thing I wanted to do was to just make all the feelings you get from the live show and, and the sentiment and, and like what what, what, it, what you take from that show into like a six-part series. So I managed to do that, and it really it really works, and I'm really, I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited. So that's that's been consuming my brain. And then, yeah, just, just looking forward to this tour. And I went to L.A., obviously, and did those gigs over there. That was yep. a mad, mad experience. Have you ever been to L.A. and gigs or New York? I've never gigged in L.A. I've been. Uh, I've gigged yeah. in New York, and I've gigged in, you know, sort of upstate New York and around that place. And I've gigged yeah. in I've gigged in Vegas, but never. Oh, L.A. Wow. LA is massive. It's, it's mad. fucking vast, man. What a mad place. Yeah. I mean, I would, I really can't, in the future, I would like to spend, like, in my, my dream, because I've got an American passport, because I found my dad, who's American. So it's, that's it's, right, it's burn, yeah. Burning a hole in my pocket. So I'd like to sort of do six months here, and then just you know when it gets really cold, just go over there for six months because it's nice. it's quite good. It's a place where it's like you're on holiday. It feels like you're cheating. It's like so I'm walking around palm trees everywhere, but yeah, I'm sort of taking meetings. I'm working. I'm working sort of here. It's like <laughs> it doesn't feel. It feels like because as soon as I see a palm tree as an English person, all of a sudden I'm like I'm on holiday. Yeah, I'm on holiday. Um, but it's like, oh, but then I think you have to rewire your brain to. Think, no, no, I've still got to buckle, buckle down here. Because... Well, I do. You know I'm the, I'm the only. I only really started travelling when I when I got into comedy, and so a lot of where I've been has been connected to work. So there's always been an air of, yeah, this is lovely, and we're sitting on the beach now. But tonight I've got a gig to do. I've got a show to yeah. do. So it feels really weird when I actually go on a holiday and I'm abroad and I'm kind of yeah. like, well, what, what now? Do? What do I do? <laughs> because yeah, look, to be fair, yeah. I am. I am like that anyway. I am like. I am. I am someone who really struggles to relax. I have to have something to do, something to be doing in my brain. Like mm. I always remember Stanley Kubrick, the Stanley Kubrick documentary, and it, it was with his um, a guy who was his like DOP or something, or his like producer. And he once called Stanley Kubrick was very obsessive as well. Like obviously, as we know, he was just like yeah. he spent like he spent like he, he very definitely had something going on psychologically. I mean, he uh, he spent he spent like four years researching. He wanted to do a movie on the Nazis, <clears throat> and uh, he spent four years research, researching the garments, looking at all the sort of like threads in the coat, getting his getting his producer to take pictures of the streets. And like anyway, he, he he looked into it so much that in the in the time that he'd researched the jackets and like the streets, like Steven Spielberg had written, directed, produced, and released uh, Schindler's List. He's ah oh, too late now. I have to just oh, it all off. It's <laughs> like he was like <laughs> that's how in depth it was. Um, but anyway, he he yeah he he his producer said that he was once on holiday after they'd, they'd wrapped on something. He went on holiday, and Stanley Kubrick called him and said, uh, "Hey, he went hey, you could hear like the wind or something." He said, "Where are you?" He went, oh, "I'm just I'm just on a beach." He's like, "Where are you?" He went, "I'm on holiday." He's like, "What are you doing?" He went, "Nothing. I'm just sitting here." He's like, "Why?" He couldn't. Stanley Kubrick could not get his head around like you're just sitting on a beach, just staring at the yeah. ocean. Are you insane? It's like <laughs> some people just need to do something with their brains. Like yeah. it sounds like hell for these people. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm the same to you. I've, I've been places, but it's always been to do with work. I don't, I've not, never really treated myself. I've never had any money, to be fair. No, <laughs> to be going on no. Holiday. So that's the same. It was always, I was always working. So yeah. I didn't really have time. Uh... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, yeah, I didn't go on a plane until 1998. Oh wait, that was the first really? time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we took. How I, was that? As an older, as was a you know more mature. Yeah, so I would have been oh, 1998. So I would have been 26. Wow. And uh, yeah, we took the lads. We took the, my my youngest was only tiny, and we went on a plane and and uh, yeah, I'd never been before. I didn't know what to expect. It's because I do. I've been doing some work. I had a shoebox full of cash that I'd been chucking in there. And then, <laughs> Love it. And then we this went. And then we went right. They were going on holiday, and we went on holiday with that with the cash, and it was great. And uh, where'd you go? We went to um, Fortaventura with the Fortaventura. Yeah, yeah, I think, I, I think nice. I've been there at one point. Very That's nice. Like, it's Fortaventura, Menorca, Mallorca. They're the classic staple sort of places, aren't they? And was it? <laughs> did it spin you out going out? Did it? Did you have any anxiety about? It? Were you just like thrilled? And what was your? It was thrilling. Uh, I'm scared of heights, so I thought that was going to be an issue. But weirdly, when you're in a plane. I'm happy yeah. to look out the window because it's just, it's, I don't know why. I guess I just that, trust it all, but. That's interesting. I always think that. I think, because this is, I sort of boxed my head a little bit. Like, if you're scared of heights and you go to space, are you scared of heights? Because it's so far, it, the height has sort of gone out the window. You know, it's like, yeah. it's not like you can, if you, are you, when you look back at the earth as a pinprick, is that scaring you, the height of it? Like, is it high or yeah. are you low? Like, what is that? <laughs> And then also, so you can't be, if you start to pull it to another planet, which, which, which way is the height? Are, are you scared? <laughs> is that the, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. Where are you? What are you scared of? Where, I think it's. I'm not scared of it. It's weird. <laughs> now, now, well, then uh, you get into another different, into more fears when, when I see film, like there's a film called, oh, what's it called? It's George Clooney and Sandra Bullock. Gravity. Gravity. And there's a yeah. bit when one of them, I haven't seen it, I've just seen the clip, and the clip makes me makes my stomach turn over. <laughs> when one of them gets, they get they get cut loose from the space station and they're floating oh, yeah. off. Imagine that, if you're flo- just floating off into space. Oh, mate, there's sometimes depression feels like that. It's like, someone's yeah. like, and it's like, just totally detached <laughs> from everything. Just like, what am I doing? Just totally helpless, like, oh. Yeah, and there's no, like, and, you, and as, you've, as you're drifting off, the voices yeah. are cutting out, and you're suddenly on your own. Yeah. Can you hear us, Rich? Yeah. Rich? Gone. Gone. Yeah, no, that, that is one of the scary... I mean, it's mad that people have actually been through that. That has got to be one of the most terrifying things yeah. in the world. Just just like, yeah, screaming. But, like, yeah. silence. Yeah, silence. And you're gone. And you're... Where are you going to... Where You're just going to die in space. You can't kill yourself. You can't sort of like, no. you can't end it. I mean, you can't, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a lovely conversation this is. Well, that was um, it, yeah. Can you, I suppose you could take your, well, can you take your helmet off? You think, don't you need help with that? Or well, the, maybe, do, do, do you need face squash in? What happens? I think you, I don't know. Well, I, I've heard different things. I've heard things that you squash in because of, because of the, the, because the there's no gravity or whatever it is. And so the, just the density of space just yeah. squashes, squashes you. you. There's no oxygen. Oh my god! Do you not be mad if you if you popped your head off and took it off and like ready to kill yourself and like, hang on, I can breathe and it's all it's all a conspiracy theory. <laughs> hang on a minute, <laughs> and David Icke and they were right and it's all a projection. You're like, oh my god, yes! Oh wow, I'm just gonna float oh. forever. Yeah, yeah, just wait. Oh, hopefully I'll pump into aliens or something. Just <laughs> suck me in. <laughs> I would like. That's that's, the, that's when we talk about aliens. That's funny when when I um when people talk about life on other planets and it's always they've always got like a human-esque kind of vibe to them yeah the arrogance is that there's life but it's going to be just like us you know like, we're gonna f- yeah it's it'll like, be a ma- if the alien alien is like it might be here but it's so it's so alien we can't even see it yeah do you know what i mean it's like and don't it's like when you try to explain god you think that god there's a bloke with a beard that'd be a hell of a coincidence so obviously he made they say he made his image if yeah. he's a christian but obviously but god i like, i believe there is something right i believe something started this but if you're trying to think of what that thing is don't even bother because it's nothing that we'll ever get our heads around it's no. just like 
it's just like uh, it doesn't even I, I don't even know what, I don't even know what I'm trying to picture but it's just like ness ness yeah ness some sort of ness <laughs> that that just created this ness and now and that's it it's but, just a ness yeah it's just a ness just but it's not something you can like can pray to or or ask it a question. It's just it just is. It's not that so I guess it's the Tao, isn't it? The Great Tao is what we say. Like something that flows to the left. You, it, it, the name that cannot be named. It's just it it it, it, it. the thing. Yeah, it. I believe in it. Whatever it is. <laughs> but this is it. I don't think human beings have this unquenchable thirst and need to to find out where we come from, what the truth is. And you're like, you're never going to find out. You're never gonna know, like you've just said. You're never gonna know, and even yeah. if you, even if it was right in front of you, you couldn't comprehend it. No, it's you're not a, gonna get. The, the main thing you need to know is just like, just enjoy this. Whatever. Just, it is, just enjoy, enjoy this. this. Yeah. Don't yes. try and figure it out. Don't try and. It's like trying to understand love as opposed to just feeling love. Like you can yeah. be like, oh, what is love? Love. Uh, when I describe it, is it? No, no, no. Fuck all that. Love is. You just you feel it like you can yeah. intellectualize it all you want. So like before you, but when you feel it the first time, you're like, oh shit! Yeah, it's like, Mate. and just to be able to, if you've never felt it, just and you couldn't describe it, doesn't mean it's not there. So we've all we've all felt it. Do you know what I mean? We we know it. We know it's there. But it's, you might have to put your finger on it. Doesn't mean it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not a thing. Trying to find out all these things, just just accept them. Just accept it, it. Accept yeah. this, and you know, like you've been, you know, you've you've experienced it at a, yeah, at a high velocity. That's what mania does. I think mania does it. Just like it just taps you into that thing. It's like they say in the Bible, uh, it'll say to enter the kingdom of heaven, you you must become like a child to enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, what they're saying in there, I don't think is like become like a baby, like in Mortal Kombat. But I think what they're saying is like you need to if you can get your mind into the state of a child, you are in heaven. This is it. And I think sometimes what mania does and some drugs can do, they can like ask, you know, some psychedelics can make you realize, whoa, you'll pick up this glass and go, oh, my God. And it's like, but that's because you've forgotten how incredible it is that this thing is because yeah. you, you're old now. You're like, oh, it's just a glass. Do you understand how mad it is that there is things called glasses? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> or like, and like a plant, and like, this, look at my arm. Look at this thing, the tentacle thing with like five other tentacles on it. This world is crazy. You just forgot. <laughs> and I think when you're manic, you get back into that. And you're like, that's why you become unbearable because you're like, I love this. <laughs> this is amazing. I remember I ran into, um, and all your, all your senses get heightened as well in Mania. So right. songs, you'd be like, oh, this song, you'd be crying your eyes out because you really get it. Yeah. You really understand Bowie. Are you understand like whatever it is or like Jimmy you'll be like oh I can feel him like Michael Jackson and I'll I remember I went to I went to a corner shop one time and I was in this very manic state and I was like you, you don't know what you want to present itself to you and I was like you got any ice pops anyway I got an ice pop because I had 20p and uh, anyway just bit it and I put it in my mouth and I sucked it and I went oh my god and I just put it in the air I said I grabbed the woman behind the, the counter and this is incredible I was like have you got any more of these anyway I spent like 70 quid on ice pops and I was like <laughs> and I was walking down the street with these big blocks of ice pops just like oh my god my face is so happy and this woman walked past me and went you enjoying that are you and I went yeah yeah I went oh my god here ch chase this so she, she was like a, a stylist with a suitcase so I gave her an ice pop so we were both there sucking this ice pop together and then some other guy walked past and went what was it free samples I went oh and I gave him one and now there's like this big group of people eating ice pops just like and I went see you later and walked off <laughs> so mad thing that happens, but that's it. But that's because you open you open yourself up. I think they're talking about innocence, aren't they? Yes, yeah, it is. The it's... innocence of a child, kind of like wow, wow, yeah, wow. How, it's always in, they say interesting, interested people are interesting. Like to see if you meet someone who's not really into anything, you think, well, how am I supposed to get to know you? When people, are like, oh my god, do you know? Oh, you've got to see these things. Yeah. That's very exciting to hang around with people who are infused by things. Yes. Um, so you've got to do everything you can to keep that thing alive. If every at any point you find yourself sitting there thinking, oh, life shit, you've gone mad. Yeah. You've literally gone mad. Like yeah. this is mental. This all this is mental. <laughs> like any like people like these Zen Zen Buddhists. They'll they'll say like. They'll become enlightened by looking into like a, I think they'll say like an, an ashtray, looking at some old cigarette butts. That's even that's even that. What's the worst thing you think of? That's fascinating to the right mind, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's it's all yeah. every, every every the fact that yeah. When I when I really start, well, it's all about being present, isn't it? It's mm. that it's. I remember reading in Ruby, one of Ruby Wax's books, and she said that whenever she has a moment and she's feeling a bit overwhelmed. She goes, right. And she centers herself. She goes, right, I can... F and like, you try to feel where you're at. So you can, I can feel the chair I'm sat in. I can feel the desk. I can actually feel it. 
and really mm. feel it. And like you said with a glass, go, that's a glass, and I can feel what that feels ah. like. And uh, and you kind so of smooth. bring yourself back down, yeah, because you you you're actually feeling the things around you, rather than running forward at a million miles an hour going I need to do the thing I need to do that thing and I've got to do this I've got to finish that and I've got blah 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 blah, blah. and then suddenly you and then you forget that you've eaten lunch because you just woofed it down and then you ran off and then you you go yeah. like I don't even remember what I had and, you know that's you know, yeah. you know but I know I want something more it's yeah like you don't even protest the last food you had yeah it's like <laughs> and sometimes I think when you do when you do do that sort of mindful I, I notice another thing is when you when you sort of pay attention that, that, that mindfulness thing with eating when you do that, some of the things you eat, may, maybe it might be like some like really nasty, some you know gross sweets. You're like, oh, it's actually when I actually think about what I'm eating, it's actually disgusting. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Some of these things, some of these like cheap sweets, you just the only thing you're just stuffing your face with, like randomly, because you're just like one thing to the next. You're like, that's actually gross. Yeah. And when like, and I remember I can't remember who said this, but like they were saying that the tongue is the ego and the body is like the soul or whatever. Like for some reason you're. Your, your tongue is going to want the quick fix, the sweets, the sugar, the sort of thing. But, but your body craves stuff like spinach and unwholesome stuff. Mm. But like the tongue is the ego. It's like, no, nah, no, nah, I, want, I want the fucking, I want this, the most impotent thing. But yeah. your body, what your body needs is the, is, the, is the goodness, is the naturalness and all the yeah. Yeah, sort of health and vitality. But your tongue's never thinking, oh, health. It's just thinking, no, 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 stimulation. <laughs> come on. And you know, some, someone said that to me the other day, actually. They said, you know, your, your gut health is really important. Like your, your gut, your gut is your second brain and you've got to feed the bacteria in it like decent stuff so in so then you become a healthier person it all it all it, you've got this whole ecosystem going on inside you to help yeah. keep this vehicle going that carries your brain around and if you start yeah. if you just feed it with shit then all those i remember years ago my ex-partner marilyn and she said she goes i always see it as like there's little men in my body and at certain points that like some of the men are asleep and I need to wake them up. So, you know, the 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 men that deal with the water. So I need, I need to drink more fluid and more water and, and wake them up and get them moving. And then I need to put <laughs> decent stuff in my body. Because if I keep putting cake in it, they all just go to sleep because they're all in a, in a sugar coma. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, that's such yeah. a nice way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. It's like, it's not like cartoon when you're a kid. They're sort of carrying things around. Like, suddenly, oh, it's up there. <laughs> yes, no, we're knacking now. Cat the ass. It was Osmosis Jones or whatever it was. I remember the cartoon. <laughs> Yeah, what was that? It was just like in the 90s. Yeah, the 90s? I think it was. Yeah, so, yeah, 90s. And uh, <laughs> Osmosis Jones was this copper in the body, and he was driving around, policing <laughs> it basically. Like there was all this like mad shit going on inside the body. <laughs> wow, I'd hate to look at my body. God, what's going on? <laughs> Kicking up around. But yeah, it is weird that thing about like that childish. It's sometimes. I don't know if this, if this is the same point, but like sometimes the world is so amazing that you've forgotten. Like I always, I always think of this with airports. Like when you go to an airport, like but maybe they do this as like so the government trying to keep us make so we we don't get too excited. But the airport could could not be more exciting. You're about to go on a giant metal bird and go on your holidays, go, have a great old time. But what? But the reality of the airport is, dong dong, please go to the thingy for it's like. Oh, the whole yeah. thing is like, oh, it's, but maybe they do that. So we, because if we're like how we should be, we'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm in the airport. Come on. <laughs> we'd be sort of running around getting metal. I'm going on my motherfucking holidays, man. Come on. <laughs> but that would, wouldn't really work in an airport, would it? It'd be chaos. So I think, yeah, have to, like, it needs to be nothing. quite sedate, I think, quite sort of chilled. Yeah. No, that's not everyone needs to see here. No, you're, just going, you're just going up in a gigantic metal bird <laughs> at 50,000 feet. Nothing to worry about there. So that's it's it. That's it. Because you're running around going, I'm going on my fucking holidays. Well, there's someone going, oh, I'm getting on a plane and I am fucking terrified. Yeah. And so the last <laughs> thing they need is us running around going, we're going on a fucking plane. This is crazy. <laughs> oh, God, this guy's unnerving me. <laughs> I had this, I was, because there was always that conversation about how, how the fuck do planes fly? How do you get them up there? And obviously, yeah. there's it's, it's something I'll never comprehend. Even though I know I can read it, yeah, it still doesn't make sense to me. You know, yeah, yeah, I, it's like, you know, it's like boats. It's like ships. It's like how the fuck do they float? And then someone said, "Well, water's heavier than the than the ship." And the air, I, it's like I get it and stuff. But like, I never, I used to think that when I was a kid. I remember looking at a massive ship and thinking, if I put this little pebble in the in the sea, boop, sinks. But that massive thing that weighs, it manages to stay up. And obviously, we know how it works. I'm not thick or anything. Yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. It still is mental that like someone because imagine when you first suggested a ship before there's no ships people be like you've lost your mind mate it's yeah. massive it's like yeah but i think if we just do this like don't be thick 
even a tiny bit of metal will sink. It's like, no, 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 trust me. And same with it with the plane. That's the thing about belief. And, you know, people, there was a book called, someone wrote like in the 50s, not 50s or whatever it was, a long time ago, um, in, in the 1900s or 1920, saying, why man will never fly. And the people, the Wright brothers never read that book. And they're the guys who invented the airplane. Yeah, so it's right. just like, don't even, enter, don't even entertain these things. If you're, not, if you're not thinking you can't be done, then you're already, yeah. you know, on a better stead to do it than it's like if you read a book saying why comedy is, is impossible you'd be like Ugh. you're gonna read that and go oh well fuck it's no point it's do, like, you know, fuck all that. do you know what you're right actually i remember years ago before i used to love comedy but then i'd read something and it would say like oh being a stand-up comedian is one of the hardest jobs in the world and that genuinely went oh well i'm not gonna do i'll never do that then i'll never <laughs> i'll never do that that's i'm i'm quite shy i'll never do that it sounds horrific and wow. I always remember that. I always remember that. Yeah. And I'm like, no, wow, man, I did do it. And now I love I it. I did. Yeah. I'm doing the hardest job in the world. Sorry, surgeons. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, Sorry about that. Elon Musk. But we are doing the hardest job in the world. What we're doing now, this is the hardest job in the world. This is so hard. <laughs> Phew. I don't know how we do it. I don't know how we do it. It is weird, that thing of like, yeah, yeah, that, that was not. Not even into, I'm, I've always been quite lucky with that. I've always, it's just the way I'm wired. I'm, this is so fortunate. Like, if I hear in the in, in the in the papers, like, or oh, a million to one chance, like, guy beat all the odds to basically achieve his dream, I'm like, so you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> I'm like, I just think that. I think yes, great. I mean, I'm a very lucky person. I'm the I'm the luckiest, and I'm the unluckiest person. But yeah. I just know if I've some good luck. I think why can't that be me? Why not? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. And now you're doing it. It's mad. It's great, isn't it? When, when you, you forget now that you're, it's so weird stand up comedy, isn't it? It's all right. Yeah. This is probably a boring chat, but like some people are just like, how in the hell do you even contemplate doing that? It's like, it's a good point. I don't know where this mad delusion comes from that we think, well, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. That's yeah, fine. Fine. That's yeah, the scariest thing known to man, but that's absolutely <laughs> fine. We'll, we'll be okay. Would well, you know what? I, fe- I met someone yesterday. I was doing some writing for, with them. And and she was. It started off with she was saying that I spend a lot of time just laying around, just thinking, what's the point? Everything's pointless. She was she, she was homeless for a bit, and now she's been taken in. And she's building her confidence back up and getting back out into society. And she's only twenty three, and she was going. Wow. She was going. I you know I as we were having a conversation, trying to work out some comedy with her. And she's going, you know, there's no point to life. I don't see the point. And then she said, and then, you know, and then I, someone, I was bullied when I was a child. And then one of the bullies sort of popped up on Facebook connected to somebody else. And I saw their life and they've got married and they've got kids and they've got this, that and the other. And I'm like, that looks horrific. You don't look happy. And you're still living in the same town that we grew up in. You peaked at school. You haven't gone anywhere. I'm in London. Yeah, I was homeless, but I'm not now. And now I'm back out. I'm 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 in fucking London, baby. And we did this yeah. whole bit. And I'm like, yeah. Even though you're 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 at your lowest, you've still got something in you that has made you travel and go somewhere else and try to be, try to set up it. a yeah, go for it. That's that's what people need to remember. That. Yeah, you might be your lowest dead, but there's something in you that keeps pushing you on and keeps making you get up in the morning. And yeah, that's so yeah, important yeah. to remember. You've got to reframe it in your head. Yeah. Like, this is not like, it's not a failure. Like, I've done nothing. You haven't, you just tried to do something and like you've hit a bad patch and you keep going again. That's it. It's got to keep, keep going, aren't you? That's it. It's just not, not yeah. giving up. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's mad. Some days it's extremely hard, though, isn't it? I mean, everyone yeah. gets that, don't they? Some, like when you're, that's the thing. I had a bit of a wobble. Like, I haven't really had a wobble for a long time, actually. But, Three weeks ago, so my brain started. Maybe it's because I've I haven't gigged for four months, so you start to sort of doubt yourself there a little yeah, bit. I guess yeah, yeah. you know it's like I haven't got that feedback where I'm. And it's a dangerous game to play this. I know you're supposed to find you know love within and self, accept yourself, but like at the end of the day, it's not as easy said as done, is it? You you still is it? I, I know all the words, and obviously I know that logically, but still nothing feels better than a good roar of laughter. Like, yeah. Oh, thank God for that. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? That's that just does me so well. That's that's my new drug. To be fair, like yeah, you know, that's that's what I'm addicted to. I like I like that feeling. So. Not had that, so you start to question things because your brain starts to think, mm, "Can you even do that anymore?" It's like, "Oh God, yeah, yeah you're right." Well, not. So to get, then you get nervous about, it. "Oh God, I've got to go back on stage." Oh my God, and, so, and then that just starts to spiral and spiral, and um, yeah, I can't remember yeah. the point was there about just like, yeah, oh yeah, it's when you when you're in yeah. a depressed when you're in a depressed state, it's 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 everything is so much harder. And, it's, and it, when you've when you've not been depressed for a while or not had that feeling, it's like, oh no. I mean, you sort of forget and you forget, God, wow, it's such, just like going outside is a nightmare and like, yeah. oh, everything is hell. I know I've got a few friends now who are going through it at the moment and it's just like, 
it's mad speaking to them and speaking to like a different person. It's like, yeah. hey, man, you know, they're like, hey, how you doing? You're right. It's like, oh, and it's, you've got to be there. Well, because you know the thing will lift. Yeah. And it will lift. It's just like something's not firing in their brain. And like, that's the, that's the thing about depression. Like, the only reason you know to get up and want to clean your teeth and brush your teeth or to chat to people, something like f- signals get fired from your brain to go, Oh, it's oh, it's Dave! Yay! And it and it sends a little shot of energy for you to go, hey, mate! And it and it forces like you to want to talk and forces your brain to engage. But when all that goes, you're just like, huh. yeah, there's nothing, nothing motivates you to stand up to sort of like just, huh? Yeah. Okay. What do I? <laughs> it's just really confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know it's funny? It's it's of having that recognizing that you have that in you to keep going. It's so important. Do you know what? Going back to we were talking about staying on the beach, and you drop a pebble in the sea. I know this is. I know this. Yeah, this is going to sound crazy, but I don't. Oh God, I don't. I don't throw stones in the sea anymore because I, I'm like, wow, they worked so hard to get up on the beach, and now I've thrown them back in. <laughs> you feel get guilt. I'm like, yeah. Guilt. I'm like, I'm like. And they don't, they don't know, they're stones. But for some reason, I'm like, oh, imagine that. You've gone all that way. You've pushed yourself on, got and caught up in all the waves, and you got up on the beach. And you're like, yeah. And then this fucker comes along and throws <laughs> you back in. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I think you're the same as me. What, I'll tell you what the problem is. Me and you have grown up watching Disney movies. And there's, all we do is picture like a show called The Little Pebble. And it's like you picture yeah. his mum going, where's little Jimmy? He set sail for the great land, the dry land. Apparently he's made it. Oh, he's back. Oh, someone's lobbed him back in. <laughs> Like, oh, you're back quick. Yeah, some fucking bloke with a beard chucked back in the swine. <laughs> I've been away 20 I'm, years. and <laughs> 20 years. I finally, I peaked and then whoosh, I, It's the same with, uh. same, that's the same reason I, I struggle to like, obviously you shouldn't kill, ideally don't kill anything. But, you know, some people, you know, some people just like, if there's a spider there, I'll like, whack the spider. But I'm like, I'm like, I picture the, what about the spider's mum? I picture yeah. the spider's mum going like, where's little Billy Joe? What's, what's he doing? He's, he's, oh no, he's not come back. Like, oh. I know, I know. I, you're right. I do. Yeah. Every, I, yeah. Everything's got, a, everything's aware of itself. Cushions. Your yeah. Coat, your coat, your coat. Like when I go in my wardrobe and my, my clothes going, oh, you haven't worn me for a while. And I'm like, all right. Look. God, your life must be hell rich. Every, <laughs> the car. You haven't driven for two days. Oh, I'm going to put my clothes on, guys. I'm going to get in the car and we're going for a drive. Okay. It's all good. Can everyone calm down? down. <laughs> everyone calm down. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But that's, that's, as you were saying earlier, Whitney, you know, you're saying about um, how God, we sort of imagine God's going to be in our image. That's, mm. that's, that's sort of another version of that. Like, when we see, like sometimes I'll see animals like doing things to each other or like an animal will sort of like maybe do that with its hand and it'll go viral. Like, oh, look, this animal waved at us. It's like we as humans perceive that because that's what we do. Hey, look, it's waving at us. But that animal could just be like, it doesn't know what's going on. No. But it's just, you know, it's just like doing something. We're like, oh, look, he's looking at me waving. It's like, we, we, we sort of always, it's anthropomorphized things. Is that the right word? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't remember very much as we, we established earlier, but something to remember. I think anthropomorphic. Oh, it is something like that. We anthropomorphic. Yeah. Oh shit! Now I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, we project ourselves onto things. It's like yeah. we'll sort of see. Yeah, it's like when we see see a, a, like a wall, and you'll see the face of Jesus in it. Oh look, it looks like Jesus, but it's just a stain. But we'll sort of yeah, we we see it. Um, anyway, there's that thing. I see. Do you see? I see faces in things. So like. Yeah. Buildings and uh, and yeah, all sorts cars. What's it called? Par- paradoilia. Parale- Is it something parale- like that? Yeah, when you see faces and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Terrifying. Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I lived in Greenwich, and then there's a by Deptford Station. There's a, every time I pulled in, there's a, an old warehouse, and where the drains and that, where all the all the uh, all the things were, it looked like it looked like a mouth with teeth. And then the, the windows oh. were the eyes. And every time you pull in, and you didn't want to be off your head pulling into Deptford Station. Just this thing just... just yeah, no, I, I've had that before. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I used to look at cars and think, you know, like for some reason, like the, the VW Beetle looked really friendly. Like, beep, beep. Yeah. Like, like a nice, the big eyes. Like, oh, hello. But then you'd have some like Mercedes, which were like, or BMWs were like, oh, yeah. Scary. Like, oh. <laughs> or big old, yeah. Personal, big old American cars, like a Cadillac. Yeah. It was evil. With a grill on the front. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I love that film. One of my favourite films is Christine, which is a Love film. that. Yeah. Such that, a cheesy film, but I love it. I love John it. John Carpenter. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, love that style. Because my, my stepdad, one of my, one of my stepdads was, um, he, he used to 
that's, it's really that's what's weird about my my life like so he he would he builds hot rods he used right. to like collect hot rods so i remember uh, they constantly have the american gra- graffiti soundtrack on and like i always knew like the plymouths and i knew like oh, about the chevys yeah. and stuff about and like so i always knew about all these things i've got i've got this knowledge of database my friends are always really impressed i'm like that's a model t ford from 1920s he's like how do you know these things i'm like <laughs> you know you learn something very young it doesn't leave you yeah yeah just... i'm the same i'm the same with cars um yeah just bits of like again it goes back to what we said at the beginning this, my head is just full of tat that <laughs> most people don't give a shit about but for some reason my brain yes. has decided that's what i need i need to remember that I yeah. are, to... you in, are you into cars then are you into old cars? i am yeah oh, i am cool. love it i love them yeah i the dream i used to have a i used to have a a mark ii ford cortina 1969 uh Wow! Yeah, it was lovely. It was lovely, and it got stolen. But uh, no, hang yeah. on, hang on. If that gets stolen, surely you can find a black thing with a gold roof. <laughs> <laughs> it just vanished. It just oh, vanished, yeah. never to be seen again. That's twenty years ago. Yeah, I wonder where that is now. Who knows, man? It's either been broken down for parts, or someone somewhere's got it in a lockup somewhere. It's got abroad. <laughs> Who knows, man? What happens to them? Or it might just got burnt out in a field. Who knows? Yeah. My, 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 do you know my fantasy? I've always been a bit extreme. My fantasy when I was a kid, I always used to really fantasize about like turning up to, you know, when you're a kid, you have a mad fantasies. Like you turn up to school one day, even though you're only six, you turn up like in sunglasses on, driving a, you know, funny cars. They're like dragsters. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they've got really thick, big wheels at the back. That's like, it. And it's like, and the, the chassis is just made out of like fiberglass or something. So it yeah. wobbles a bit. I used, to, I used to fantasize about like just pulling up to school and go, Right, girls. And it lifts up as well, so you can get yeah. out of it. <laughs> and you get out of it. Yeah, exactly. And it's got the bucket seat where you put the things like, <laughs> a, like in an airplane. <laughs> I always so wanted the Pink Panther car. I don't know if you ever remember that. You're yeah, a bit younger that. than me. It was. I don't know what it was, but it was made by a ah, uh, what was his name? Barris. Chuck Barris. Is it him? And he made. He designed the first Batmobile. In the sixties, oh, wow. and he, so he did the Pink Panther. He did the monkey. Right? He did the He did um, uh, Thunderbirds. He, he did no. He didn't do Thunderbirds, but he did the Monsters, and he did the monkeys. He did their car. Oh not wow! Chuck, they not Chuck. Did, did they have a Model T? Did they have a Model T? Hot they had right? a, what they had was an old uh, an old uh, Pontiac GTO, and it was right. did, and they'd done it so it looked like uh, so they had, it was a convertible, but it was really long. And right. it, look, it it's mad. It looks like a, I don't know. <laughs> the monkey mobile. Yeah, a monk, the monkey mobile. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, and it, I, I used to look at those and go, yeah, but they're so impractical. Imagine yeah. banging around in, in a Batmobile. <laughs> oh man, I tell you what, I, we all know I'm stuck in my childhood, but I swear to God, and I just, I just, there's some things I'm just gonna have to do when I get, if I get, if I make it, I make a lot of money. I'm gonna have to get a slide from my bed to my kitchen, <laughs> like, stuff like that. I do not understand how you get and like how millionaires like people like bill gates they've got billions and they haven't got one of those like they still yeah. use stairs like a pleb it's like <laughs> i just i'd have like all these mad like but then it's just annoys me when i just see them spending money on the on the same basic stuff sorry the point i was trying to get to that i'm pinging around here so but you yeah, want to get up you want to get up in the morning like wallace and gromit yes and just slide <laughs> to my kitchen and just go into my trousers how much better would it be to wake up doing that and if you've got a million pounds, you could do that, but no one does. Um, but also, another thing I'll definitely get is just, just, just because I've, I've, I've thought about this so much in my childhood, I'm gonna have to get a Knight Rider car, a kit, oh, a Firebird, and I'm gonna get a Tesla engine in it so it has that sort of, oh, yeah. sort of get Elon to sort of like do something to it because that'd be so great. <laughs> Actual <laughs> kit, that'd be amazing. So, zoom, zoom. Yeah, just like, yeah. oh, mate, I'd love it because I mean, they're big, they're massive, aren't they? Yes, my dream car is the Starsky and Hutch car, the 1976 Ford, Ford Grand Torino. The Grand Torino, yeah, That's and it Grand just Torino. sits up, it's got big wheels on the back, so it just At sits ba- up. Oh, yeah, I love that. One of those, <laughs> I would, I would happily drive around in one of them. How much, because this is the thing, I sometimes the mad thing is when you go onto like sort of classic car websites and stuff. 
they're not ma- that exp- I mean, they're expensive, obviously. Yeah. Like, it could be like 40, 50 grand. But, like, when you think about it compared to, like, a Ferrari or something, like, it ain't that, it's not too bad, is it? No. There's one, I've looked at, I have I have Googled it. There's no way I'm getting yeah. one now, but on. I've Googled it. I saw one for 15, and I saw one for 15 grand, and I saw one for 35 grand. So, you know. You can just keep putting some money away. Keep putting it away. Put a pound a day away. (laughs) When you're 80, you'll be bopping around like, yeah. (laughs) And And that'll give you the blonde wig and we'll go driving around. Oh, man, I'd love that. I actually actually did look at, I put a thing on my Facebook saying, does anyone want to buy me this? I found a monster truck for 15 grand. Oh, nice. Imagine just like turning up to a comedy gig in a monster truck. (laughs) <laughs> but no one would be surprised, Rich. If it was you, they'd go, yeah. That's, that's just that's where Rich is at the minute. <laughs> All right, guys, cheers. What time am I on? Nice one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah now that's what that's what he's doing now. And uh let's just yeah. not question it. Let's let him get Re- on with it. Just reversing pa- back and like backing over the uh backing over the promoters like this on micro. <laughs> oh shit! Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> oh god. Oh, mate, this has been so much fun. I really enjoy oh. talking to you. Is there anything you, you so want to much. talk about before we go? Is there anything you might have missed? Um, anything you want to cover? I mean, I mean, look, I'd love to say, please, please come and see me on tour. Um, yeah. I would love to have you along and just uh, to the show. It means the world. I'm probably not going to do it for much, very longer. So this is probably one of the last chances you'll get. Um, and if you're in London, yeah, I mean, I'm going up and down the country. There's like 20, 22 dates, I think. It's all at richhardesty.com. All the dates are there. And um, I'll give you the link to that. And yeah, Soho Theatre is on sale. If you're in London, please, on the 9th and 10th of May. Nice. It's a very important gig for me. And I just love a warm audience, if, if you've enjoyed. Absolutely. I've like, I, like we said before, I've already seen it three times. I'm going to be seeing yeah. it again. Uh, and then uh, I'll be with you in Milford Haven, man. I'm really yes, excited. Supporting yes, you. Sick. I'm so, so excited. Sad. It's going to be great. Buzzing. When is that? When is that again? That's going to be, that's the end of April. So, Cool. Well, yeah. so if you want that insane the membrane podcast experience, come to Milford Haven. There you go. There you, you go. Get, <laughs> get both of us. Yeah, Perfect. man. Rich, this has been great. Thank you, mate. Cheers. All right. Take care. Take See care, guys. mate. Speak to you soon. Bye. Cheers. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again on Insane in the Membrane. Insane in the Membrane. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.